Ticket City presents Why You Go to the Game at UT. The Texas Tech kicker did a fake field goal. I mean, you could see in his face that he was going to make the first down. And Tony Brankins, outside linebacker, came across and completely destroyed him. I, I thought he was dead. Everyone thought he was dead. That hit will always be, you know, something I'll never forget for sure. Put yourself in the action with tickets from Ticket City. Visit hook'em.com and click tickets. Longhorns Unfiltered coming to you from the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. The Texas Longhorns are back, baby. They just took out the Boomer Sooners. 48-45, Cedric Golden here with Kirk Bowles and Brian Davis. What say you, B. Davis? Well, I think it's time to acknowledge that this is going to, I think this is going to turn into a special season. I mean, five-game winning streak right now. If you'd have told me this after Maryland, I'd have thought you were absolutely crazy. But they have crossed... A, an incredible Rubicon today in defeating Oklahoma. I think I think this was the the hump that when you look at the back half of the schedule, I think Texas is going to be favored in the next six games. What the hell is a Rubicon? Uh, a a wide, uh, dangerous path that you cross, and there's no going back. There's no going back, Cedric. I think this thing is headed for something very big. And once you deliver a big blow against a national power. You can't go back, Duck. Only forward. What do you think this has done for the program under Tom Herman in his second year, sir? Oh, my God. The Longhorn fan base has been dying for this, literally dying. They've been starved to be relevant again on a national stage, and it's really been since 2009 that they have not been prominent or relevant. They haven't even been in the discussion, and now they are. As Brian said, they're five and one. They've beaten three ranked teams this year, and not only that, they're three and zero in the Big Twelve, and they beat two of the big dogs in Oklahoma and TCU. I agree with Brian. I think they're going to be favored in every game, and dare I say it, they may run the table and get in that CFP conversation. Can I just say how nice it's going to be? To not worry about bowl eligibility this year. <laughs> hey, they need one more. All they need is one more win. One more, one more win and they're bowl eligible. They can't beat Kansas. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. How about Sam Ellinger? 24-35, 314 yards, a pair of touchdowns, passing three more on the ground, outdueling Kyler Murray, who was as good as advertised. But Sam Ellinger gets the W. We came out of Maryland going, they're not very good, but here we are five weeks later, and Sam Ellinger is a big part of why Texas is successful, Duck. He has arrived, and we have to start giving him mucho credit for being a dynamic quarterback. You know, I think most of us felt like, I don't know if he's got that in him or not, but, you know, he he has such a calm and a poise about him right now. That is, what is it, five straight games without an interception? Yes. And only one fumble during that span, so he's protecting the ball. He's making good throws. He's stretching the field. And the one thing I like, they were working the middle of the field for one of the rare times with crosses and slants to, you know, Johnson, Humphrey, Andrew Beck. And I like seeing that. I would I would tap the brakes a little bit on dynamic. Kyler Murray, that's dynamic, right? Oh, yeah. There's he was amazing. Levels of dynamic. Levels of dynamic. The He's big, electric. The biggest thing about Sam today, I, I can't tell you guys how many times – I thought in my head, and times that we said, wow, good decision. Man, good decision. Oh, look at that. He slid. Good decision. Right? right? Uh, he sidestepped some, some pressure at times. Um, this is a guy who is morphing into, I, I, you have to say it, a, a pretty 
good, maybe very good college quarterback right before our eyes. You've gone way beyond the old game manager mm-hmm. description, don't you think, Seth? He's becoming an intelligent thinker out there with the ball, making decisions, taking what the defense gives him. He didn't do he didn't do a lot of that last year. Always trying to make a home run throw on every play. Now he understands that sometimes it's better to take the four or five yard dump off, live to uh, live to play again. Don't throw it up for grabs. I've seen him develop into a very smart, capable quarterback who is able to make the plays when they need them. And I had a stat in my column on on third or ten or longer in this game. Sam Ellinger was four out of five for sixty eight yards, and he was two for two on fourth down. That's called getting it done when it matters most. Absolutely, and you you look at you look at what all else happened today. Little Jordan Humphrey nine catches for one hundred thirty three. Collins six for eighty one. Texas's best players are showing up in a big way. And Keontae Ingram. Keontae Ingram had some big runs that won't get shown on the highlight film tonight on, on the, the news. Chains, but they moved the chains, absolutely. I thought Keontae had had a big day when it was all said and done, 86 yards and uh, and several big first down runs. And, Duck, we talked about it. We're sitting in the stands in the end zone in the – in the OU end zone and the Dicker, uh, end, zone. The Dicker end zone, we we were talking about Mac Brown always had always. always had a good kicker. David Pino, Dusty Mangum, uh, Justin Tucker, Hunter Lawrence. It goes down the right list. Down the list. Uh, Cameron Dicker in the biggest game of his life. A forty-yard field goal is not a given for a college kicker. We've seen a miss. We've seen college kickers miss extra points that cost Texas a game. Sorry, Nick Rose, I had to bring that up. But he steps into this place, ninety-two thousand strong, and he delivers the kick of of the season for the Longhorns. They seem to have it going in all three areas. When's the last time we've been able to say that? You know, it's funny on Dicker. He was so calm. I asked him. As they were inching down the field, were you thinking, get closer, get closer? He said, I don't know, those long ones are kind of fun. And you like that from a kicker. He said he had two game winners against uh, Cibolo Steele in high school, against Caden Stern's uh, old team. But but you're right, they've got it in all phases. And, yeah, the defense got stung uh, big time by Kyler Murray and and those receivers. But they're going to sting a lot of people. And they rose up when they had to. And uh, but the offense carried them today, and it's kind of been of a defense-centric uh, program under Tom Herman with Todd Orlando. So it's good to see the evolution of the offense. And like you say, you mentioned Keontae Ingram, Brian. Another one's Devin Duvernay. They're using him more. They're using Andrew Beck more. They're they're using their big playmakers like they should for the bulk, but they're starting to incorporate other elements. If, you know, and if, to flip it over to the defense real quick, you know, I know that. We could sit here and rag on Todd Orlando's unit, but I'm sorry. I think Kyler Murray is special. I I, I think he's He's a top five quarterback. I I think he's special. And so I look down at these stats, and I kind of almost throw them out this press box window. I mean, um, because at the end of the day, they got the W. And we said you and I talked about four. We talked about that after K-State, right? So um, they got pressure on him kind of when they needed to. Yes, yes, they they did get they turned they turned him over twice. Yes, he did get loose for that big dazzling run there late. But the bottom line is the defense kept him in the game, and the offense scored enough points to win. Just 
I didn't think that would happen, and Sam Ellinger absolutely proved me wrong. And Sam Ellinger and and our friend Kyler Murray got into a little little, little verbal tiff, little little, little tiff at the Cotton Bowl post game. I like that little little finger in the chest of Sam Ellinger from Kyler. I kind of like I kind of like the rivalry. I hope this isn't the last time we see these two meet. They could meet again December eighth at Jerry World. In the Big 12 championship game, we can only hope. But uh, before we close this thing down, Duck, what does this do for the rivalry? The Longhorns, when Charlie beat, when Charlie won the game a couple of years ago, that was great for Charlie, but there wasn't a feeling that the Longhorns were back on a national level. This game was different because it sent a message that not only can the Longhorns beat the Oklahoma Sooners, but you're going to have to show up and put on your hard hat to get after Texas because they're no longer an automatic out. No, they're not. And this has been such a cyclical series. Anybody that follows that know that's kind of the way it goes. And maybe the tide is turning a little bit. I mean, OU had won six of eight. And, you know, they've been in a couple of uh, college football playoff semifinals. And, you know, Kyler Murray is not going to be back after this year. You and don't think? You think he's done? I think he's done. I think Oakland A's will come come drag him off into the night if he's even thinking about a second football season so i love it this is one of my favorite events in sports and uh this is only going to get better and this is your this is your final oklahoma texas game right uh you know (laughs) wow oh you're you're about to retire i predicted the winner of this game unlike you two (laughs) yokels I'm not going to predict my demise quite yet, but who knows? Who knows? I'm just playing with you, dog. I'm just playing with you. Yeah, this I love this rivalry. It's a bloodbath, and this 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 is the kind of score it should be every year: 48-45. Who's got the ball last? Yeah, my 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 lead for tomorrow is that it's hard to tell in the moment what is an instant classic, but this certainly checked all the boxes. Yes, this it was. This is an instant classic. Uh, and I think if this was a game that will stand the test of time for years to come, that's really all you can ask for. Um, but I got to tell you, boys, I, I think if you're a Texas fan, best buckle up because I think this rocket ship is <laughs> it's, it's cleared the launch pad. This thing is this thing is headed into outer space. Give me some rocket ship sound. <laughs> it's on. It's on. <laughs> That'll do it for the Cotton Bowl. Texas 48-45. The Longhorns return to action next week. Baylor at the house, then an off week, and then we head to Stillwater to get after those Okies. For Brian Davis and Kirk Bowles, I'm Seth Golden. We'll see you later.